So here comes another week. And since fall is here, well, literally here, winter is almost upon us. And my kids' basketball season is starting. So now we've got a jam-packed week or after-school program from 6 to 8 o'clock every single day. It's going to be pretty jam-packed. Mondays, basketball. Tuesday, swimming. Wednesday and Thursday, he's got mathnasium. And then Friday, scouts or scout uh, or a den meeting. So pretty jam-packed. So, uh, and then in my morning hours, I've got a full-time gig starting. So I'm going to be pretty locked down from 9 to 5. So I'll have to uh, get back into the routine of recording episodes on my commute. And these will be the Mindfulness Monday Motivations. Or the um, Motivational Mindfulness Motivation Mondays. Is it Motivation? No. It's Meditation. (laughs) Mindfulness Meditation Mondays will be basically on my commute home so i'll have to couple up uh, um, record a few of these sessions together put them down as a single episode and schedule it out to publish on mondays now i've already got a few recorded i think maybe seven so that's i'm good for seven mondays Uh, so that's awesome the other thing that i'm thinking about is uh, instead of just having a schedule of posting episodes on with interviews on Thursdays, I was thinking, what if I do Tuesdays and Thursdays? That way I can get through more. But then that, that would also mean that I need to go out and interview more people. And now that I'm, I don't have those 40 hours free anymore, um, I got to figure out when I'm going to record. And if I keep the frequency of recording four episodes per week i think i should be good but if i do two per week i might be getting caught up pretty soon but hopefully not too soon anyhow uh that's a little update i've got um check out the rest of the episode and um talk to you guys soon again reach out to me whenever you get a chance There's literally nothing stopping every person in this room from getting whatever they want because there is no man in the middle. The platforms have all the leverage and the consumer in the end is the actual punchline. So here are the things that I'm most passionate about. A, if you are capable of starting a podcast around the thing you do, I highly recommend you use this talk to inspire you to do so and let me explain why. I believe that podcasts have almost like a triple hack to them. Number one, podcasts are being consumed at a remarkable rate. How many people in this audience, please raise your hands, listen to podcasts on a weekly basis? Raise your hands. Actually, stand up. I want everybody to see this. Please stand up if you listen to podcasts. And I want everybody to look around. We're talking about 90% of this audience, 80% of this audience. Thank you. Please sit. 
If you can start a podcast, even if you have a thousand people listening, you don't have to be a top 100 podcast in the world. You need to have the people that you're trying to actually reach. If you have a podcast, what also happens out of a podcast is incredibly important. If you're thoughtful enough when you do your podcast to also film it, what ends up happening is now you have video content for YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn. If you also are disciplined enough to then transcribe the interview you have with somebody, you now have written content for those platforms. If you're extremely thoughtful, you invite guests who you actually wanna do business with. When you're cold calling to do business, they ignore you. When you invite somebody to be a guest on your podcast, they're flattered. I highly recommend, if you've been debating it, to use this evening as the push to start that podcast. Number two. Holy shit, did you just hear that? That was Gary Vee speaking at the Sydney Australia Forum. This is a one hour talk and this was just a piece of audio transcript. Just just listening to this guy is just amazing. All right, so he's talking about if you can start a podcast around the stuff that you are passionate, that you love, and also record a video, well, holy smokes, that's what you gotta do. Because that creates so much content, and as he mentioned, now you've got audio content, you've got video content, if you record video and if you are so smart to even transcribe it now I've got text content to go on all of the different platforms that we are on right social media so and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking I'm like you know what that's exactly what I did starting last year right last year 2018 I was like you know I've got all of these hobbies I'm so passionate about I'm gonna start talking about it. So I start talking about my beekeeping. I start talking about cycling, video production, woodworking, all of these different things that I've talked about on the podcast. It's because they come out of my passion. These are the things that I absolutely love to do. And then bringing on guests on the podcast because cold calling, wow, that just blew my mind because, and I didn't even think of it that way in the beginning. I just brought on the guests because I want to learn their journey, how they made their passion into full-time living, and how can I implement that into my life. So that's, I'm my own audience, essentially. Like I literally want to learn how they did it so then I can replicate it and I do it in my own way. And this has been just so amazing, just listening to Gary Vee in 2019 about what I've been doing for the past year and a half. It's just amazing. I love it. I love it. Let's continue to listen to this guy. Regardless of what you do, you started a shampoo brand for 15-year-olds. You have to start looking at LinkedIn. LinkedIn, over the last year and a half, and I believe for at least another year or two based on the way I'm looking at it, is acting more like Facebook 2011 than any platform I've seen prior. It's been very fascinating to watch 
LinkedIn be a place where you don't have to just do business content. Yes, the psychology of people under is a little more business oriented, but if you are in the B2B business, how many people here consider themselves in the B2B business? Raise your hand. If you're, one more time, a little higher if you don't mind. I mean, if you are not posting four, five, six times a day, and when I say posting, this goes back to the way I framed up this conversation. You have to make content that brings value to them isn't a sales pitch for you. Most of the content that I Wow, you gotta post four, five, six times a day on each of the platforms. Oof. Now that, that, that's really intriguing and that's very, very, uh, positive to, for me well it's a really good eye-opener because I have been posting once twice a week and I'm hoping to get con you know people's eyes rolling back and it's not happening and I'm like what what's wrong and like one of the examples that he talked about earlier was there's a photographer and the photographer is like oh I want to use Instagram as my photography platform so Gary asked him hey how many times are you posting on Instagram and he said once a day that's just bonkers if you want this to be your platform that you do business as and posting once a day it's just not enough at all so right here he says four five six times a day on LinkedIn so I'm guessing it's at a higher rate on other platforms and I think I've got the strategy about right where I'm gonna be posting that much content on each of these platforms and post different type of content based on the type of social media that I'm posting the content on. So Instagram requires photos, they, they want videos. Carousel is a new thing. Well, it's been a new thing. Um, and they're constantly adding newer and newer, newer and newer things every single day. Let's continue to listen to this mastermind. See, on every platform is so serving, nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to be sold to. There's too many other options. This isn't late night television or infomercials where there was only 36 channels. This is the internet. It's unlimited content and there's a lot of good shit out there. So if you're not putting out good shit, you're finished. You're not gonna will your way to victory. LinkedIn for everybody who just raised their hand on B2B is going to go away in its organic reach just like Facebook and Instagram do. You have to strike now. Please have a very significant LinkedIn strategy please start finding a way to produce more content. If you don't know how, if you don't know what to say, create a Q&A framework. Email blast your consumers and ask them what questions they have and then turn that into content. Figure it out, have guests, figure it out. You have to challenge. So to me, podcasts and LinkedIn are remarkably out of control. How many people sell a product on the internet through Shopify or things of that nature? Sell something, raise your hands. For this group, I want to talk about influencer marketing. I believe that influencer marketing 
is at a maturity level that a lot of people think that it's now over or it's too expensive or they missed it. My belief is that we're five seconds into influencer marketing. That influencer mar All right, I definitely cannot continue to be sharing this entire uh, thing on this podcast. I mean, there's so much good stuff in this one hour and 14 minute of conversation of speaking. And so the first 30 minutes, and we're only at the 18 minute marker, is him talking and telling us what's working for him, what's, what strategy somebody should be taking, and what it is that we need to do or what people need to do because coming up with content is the hardest thing in the whole wide world. You have limited content in your head and then what you want is feedback. I'm always looking for feedback and I have great respect for people who take the time to provide that feedback. And the one strategy that I have not implemented thus far and based on what Gary is saying, you've got to reach out to your people. You've got to reach out to the people that listen to your podcast, that have been on your podcast, that are in your email list. And that is something that I'm deeply, deeply struggling with and trying to figure out, okay, how do I go about making this happen for myself? Making this happen so I can share value, I can share motivation I can share these amazing things with you guys so yeah more to come so it's at 18 minutes I didn't record the entire beginning part of it but uh, let's see where this goes marketing is here in perpetuity because word of mouth is that influencer marketing is unbelievably underpriced if you're sophisticated on your end and understand how to not overpay. And that if you sell any product, that you must absolutely get serious about influencer marketing because over every other option in communication, when done right at scale, it returns the biggest ROI. The problem is, most people are chasing the whales of people that have millions of followers and many of those people are because the follow count is the metric that they're selling against. Meanwhile, with my sneakers and my wine products, many people that have 3,000 or 5,000 or 8,000 people tend to be driving my biggest results because they have deep engaged audience and enormous trust in that audience. And so if you're on the consumer side, I highly recommend that you go down that path. The luxury of being 43 years old and operating businesses every day of my life for over 20 years is the following. I operated prior to the internet being at scale and mobile phones being at scale. What that means is when I did direct mail and newspapers and television and billboards to build my dad's liquor store, everything cost a lot of money. It was very expensive, and if you were at zero, you had no fucking shot. We sit here tonight with the internet at scale. That if you're here and you've not started any of this and you've got nothing going on, that tomorrow at the cost of zero, only your sweat equity 
you can start the process of building something meaningful. The excuses that fly at scale to why we haven't or why you haven't or why it hasn't happened is very difficult for somebody like me to swallow in a world where I didn't have these options. If I had fucking eBay and Instagram when I was 15, I would have been a trillionaire by 19. We are sitting in the easiest time to be a successful entrepreneur. In not so many words, if you're not successful right now, you suck. And what I mean by that is, we have a frothy global economy. Things are good. Holy smokes. If we're not successful right now, like this minute, we absolutely suck. Because that is true. Facebook has been around for over 12 years. Twitter has been around that time. Instagram has been around for half that time. And it's just mind-blowing. I mean, the technology that we have access to to be able to grow our audience is mind-blowing. I mean, he's saying himself, if these are the tools that he had available at his, at his leisure when he was a teenager or when he was 13, I can't remember, he would be a trillionaire by 19. Like, that just shows you that for years of full-time work on building your brand can pay you back in quadruple amounts. Wow. Just wow. At scale. You have internet at scale. Cost zero. If you are not successful right now, you're in a bad spot because the playing field is easier than it's ever been in the history of the human race. That's not a dig. I'm not interested in razzing. I'm not trying to be Debbie fucking Downer. I'm trying to create a very logical conversation that if you're not, you need to recognize that 80% likely you're trying to make it happen too fast because deep down you're so insecure that you need financial success to cover up your pain. Or B, you just might not be good at it. And what you should do is what a lot of my friends did, which they became employee number 13 and 19 and 25 at Facebook and Uber. And I promise you, employee number 54 at Facebook made more money than every person in this room, including me right now. Self-awareness is the most important conversation in our society. The rise of entrepreneurship and the coolness has forced so many people into thinking they need to be one. Entrepreneurship is a skill no different than playing a professional sport or being a professional performer. I implore you to use tonight as an opportunity to start finally being honest with yourself and asking yourself a series of questions around what you're good at and what you like. When somebody is lucky enough to be great at what they like, they achieve ridiculous levels of success. Most people are not fortunate enough to have those serendipities because they limit themselves from trying things or they deploy delusion around their ideology of what they wish they were instead of looking at themselves and figuring out what they actually are. 
I cannot be more clear in my statement of how easy it is to be successful on the internet today. It's just the truth. I mean. All right guys, so we've heard this straight from the horse's mouth, straight from Gary Vee. To be successful on the internet right now is the easiest thing that you can ever do in the history of the internet. I'll let that sink in for a minute. Because I look at all of the things that are around me and it's absolutely mind-boggling why I am taking so long in getting that success for myself. One action to be done, only one action, create more content every day. Boom, that's it. Oh, don't forget to share it with the world because you could be taking photos on your phone every day. You could be recording time lapses on your phone or on your iPad or on your camera. But if you're not sharing it, if you're not sharing with it with anybody, it might as well have not existed. Mic drop. So, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to a to another Mindfulness Meditation Mondays, Episode 2. It's been a great sharing with you what I learned listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. And I hope that you can take these lessons that he's teaching, go back and check out this video where he talks about all of these things and get to listen more of it and figure out where you want to be in the next year, in the next three years, in the next five years, in the next 10 years. Figure that trajectory, see what you can do now, and then go out and do it, make it happen. One thing that he mentioned in the talk, I believe, was people are micro slow and macro, well, they don't even have a macro ideology. So what is this micro, micro macro? Well, macro is your long-term plan. So he, he says, slow down on your macro plan. Figure out what you're going to do in the next 10 years, but be really fast in responding and communicating and connecting to people in the microspace. When somebody messages you, reply to them right away. If somebody leaves a comment on your post, reply to them right away. Communicate with people as fast as you can because that shows that you care about what people think about your stuff. Again, thank you so much for your time and effort and support. 
and listening to this podcast. This was another Mindfulness Meditation Mondays coming at you through Hacks and Hobbies podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Take care. Adios.